0: Okay, Hey guys, I am Kara, the host of The Powerful Ladies, and I'm here today with our incredible audio engineer and my sister, Jordan Duffy. Hello, and we are here, it's beginning of January. We're getting right back into our 2021 recording season, and we wanted to first take a pause and stop and do some hindsight review, kind of encapsulate what was 2020 from the perspective of Powerful Ladies. It's been a wild ride for all of us. And um, just like all of you, we've been doing the four P's I talk about of the pause, prioritize, pruning, and pivoting. And I honestly think we're still doing that into 2021. And I'm actually really excited for what we have coming out and what we've created. But it's also a great time to stop and reflect and really think about the amazing things that happened in 2020, despite all the chaos. We hit all these records. So on this episode, Jordan and I will talk all about those things. We'll share both of our perspectives. And just going to give you a summary of how wild and equally awesome 2020 actually was. Yes. Yes. So, Jordan, <laughs> um, when you think about 2020 and Powerful Ladies, like, what's the first thing that pops up in your mind? Um,
1: continuation. Because I feel that even in the midst of a pandemic, we still kicked butt and continued doing our stuff. We did a really big transition from being in studio, even though we were still, we were actually at the time using Google Hangouts, we were still able to talk to people who were not in the LA area. So we were kind of doing already these distant meetings to begin with. Like ha- partial, right? Like partial. and I were in
0: studios, so we could control a lot more and people would like essentially call in or Google meet in. Yeah, so we
1: went from having this beautiful sound. Not that our sound isn't beautiful, no. (laughs) But we went from having very professional studio setting to then all of a sudden the pandemic hitting and having Mm -hmm. to pivot and really figure out how we were going to do things. And because we couldn't go to the studio. So I think we did a really good job at doing that pivot and continuing Powerful Ladies and making it sound really good, still speaking to really powerful ladies. And it was a really rough and rocky year, but through talking to all the people we talked to this year, there were still some really great stories from these powerful people. And I was, I was genuinely really proud of how we continued to do that in the midst of a pandemic.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, powerful ladies persevere. We're going to add a fifth P into my four <laughs> P's. It'd be persevere, because like, that's what we've done. Like, Shit happens all the time yeah. that if we're really going to be powerful, we have to be prepared to figure out like, all right, well, that's happening now. How do I get to do what I want anyway? Mm-hmm. Which is essentially what we were doing. Um, I'm just happy that we had the foresight to start getting equipment in so I could have a studio at my own house. Um, I don't remember why that was a goal before the pandemic. I just know that we were doing it. I really don't remember why I was like I think
1: that. It, I think it was because the your drive is an hour there and an hour back. So it was more of to save time on you driving. <laughs> so not that you do, not that like we really liked and now miss being able to be in the same room Mm -hmm. as the guest but there was definitely a point of like okay how could we even save more money and be able to use this podcast and so that's i think that's why and where it started to be starting to get this equipment not knowing that it would come in handy just months later
0: yeah, and I think the biggest surprise for both you and I, first of all, I'm really proud, thanks to you, of course, that our podcast sounded so much better than so many other podcasts that pivoted during the pandemic to yeah. being remote. So I just love that even though the the audio quality has shifted, I don't feel like we've downgraded. And I'm really thankful about that because quality really matters. And part of the reason that we were able to do that is because we found this sure mic Mm-hmm. which I'll put in our show notes so people know which one we've been using remotely. Yes, I have this big mic here in front of me which we're now pivoting to again because we're leveling up, but this portable Shure mic which I will pick up. I'm using it literally on my phone so I had to pick it up which is the one I'm actually using for recording right now, but it turned out to be one of the best mics ever for recording anywhere.
1: Yeah. Sh- Shure products are still they're fantastic products. They've been we've been using them for so long. So I'm not surprised that, like I am surprised that this little tiny mic that you're attaching to a phone you wouldn't think would provide such great audio, but it actually does. It, this sounds like an ad. It is not an ad. We're just really <laughs> impressed with yeah. the Shure mic.
0: Yes, so, no, and if Shure wants to do it be a sponsor, we're happy to have yes, you. Yes,
1: we would more than be thrilled for that.
0: So, every year, of course, we set up goals, or I do, and I have like big goals and like micro goals inside those. And one of our goals for the podcast this year was to have 15, what we were calling celebrities, like people who had a following, people who other people knew. And we achieved our goal. We had 15 people who have some level of celebrity status on our show this year. And we weren't, we didn't have that goal of having celebrities because. Our podcast isn't worth anything if we don't. It really was a matter of while we're telling stories of people you may never heard of, like there are people who have stories that you're not really knowing about that are also known out in the world. And of course, it's also good for our podcast to have people be a yes to the powerful ladies concept to have exposure and experience doing other bigger things. Um, But it's been really great because a lot of those, um, you know, celebrity guests we've had were actually referrals from other people so the fact that one would tell us the next one like if it gave us this whole level of social proof which i'm i'm excited happened and we had some of the best conversations with those people Uh, so i'm proud of us for that uh, which leads me into if you jordan have any favorite episodes from 2020 (laughs) um do you remember who we actually spoke to? In we 2020? talked to a lot of ladies, a lot of
1: humans. Um probably one of my favorites just because they are very funny ladies and they're on top of our they're they're actually part of our celebrity list would be um Casey and Danielle from Bitch Sesh and then also mm-hmm. uh Tawny Newsom because even though I feel like I'm a little biased because I worked with them, but their episodes were so fun and inviting, and um, especially with the three of them being comedians, of course they're funny. Mm-hmm. So I thoroughly enjoyed those episodes. So
0: every time I think like people mention like, oh, we had to go to a funeral, my head now asks, <laughs> were they buried with Diet Coke? <laughs> it will be forever ruined thanks to Casey Wilson. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm
0: um i think my favorite episode for the whole year is still the sasha sagan episode it's such a great episode well there's so much behind this and i've talked a little bit about it on the podcast before but literally her book was the first book i finished in 2020 i instantly was like i want to talk to whoever wrote this book plus she has this great backstory of her incredible parents and i emailed her just found her, her her email on her website within less than a week, she said yes, maybe even less than 48 hours. And not only was she a yes, and she lives in Boston, she was a yes. And and we coordinated so when she was out here so she could come live in studio. And then she turned out to be this incredible, amazing human who I was like, oh my gosh, like, I thought you'd be cool. And you are cool, which <laughs> doesn't always happen when you think someone's cool that you haven't met yet. And then she was one of those people who recommended it to so many other amazing conversations. Like, she connected us to Sarah's and diet. She connected us to Amy Rosoff Davis. And like, I've always been a believer that great people know other great people. And mm-hmm. she was such an example of that. She was so generous on the podcast and what she shared and so generous in her continued support and like referring other women that she thinks are powerful in her, her life to this episode. So not only was the experience incredible with her, but it was an, an example of, Asking the people you want to be part of whatever crazy life you've built, like just being the bold request and seeing who shows up. Yeah. So, you know, I'm proud of myself for just doing it. And then look what happens when you just kind of do it and take action.
1: Yeah. Cause you have, you have sometimes those people who, If we're going to put them in that celebrity category, when you DM them, you don't think you're going to get anything back or Mm -hmm. like, who knows what may happen. So I remember when you were like, oh, my gosh, she said yes. And we and it was a great interview and she was so nice in person. And it was I was also one of the sessions that I think was right near where we had to stop doing Mm in-studio sessions. So it was awesome meeting
0: her and so
1: eloquent. I thought. Yep. So.
0: Yeah. So Eloquent, Easy to Talk To is one of those episodes that could have been three hours and we wouldn't have noticed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This year was also a new milestone for us it was the first year we had a solo powerful gentleman. We had D.B. on and his episode was great. Um, <laughs> and it made me feel good because we've talked a lot about how I equally love and hate the name Powerful Ladies because... Mm-hmm. I love what it stands for, for all the badass women in my life. And I hate that it excludes the badass men in my life. And I was like, fuck it. We're going to invite all my powerful men too. (laughs) And I love that they're saying yes. Like, so we'll have some more of those uh, powerful men coming up this year. Um, But it's like just things that we don't, you never know who's going to be a yes to you. So I love that men are a yes to the Powerful Ladies podcast.
1: Yeah, especially men who are a huge yes to Mm -hmm. powerful women in the world Mm -hmm. and they are they grow up with powerful women they are with powerful women they support powerful women so to have a powerful man on the podcast who is so supportive of powerful women that's an a plus plus
0: yes yeah and i think it's also because it's a conversations about about powerful entrepreneurs and powerful humans so it's a much more universal conversation than it might look like from yeah. just the podcast title. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: so then, anything else about the podcast that you think was unique or special from 2020?
1: From 2020, for me, it was it truly was just how well we did in the pivot of the pandemic. So I'm mm-hmm. still I'm still very very proud of. ...of that and how supportive all of our guests were and understanding. Mm-hmm. So uh, even our guests were, we had to transition to where um, expressing and explaining to our guests, like, and how to help them record their own end so that we could get even better quality audio. So all of the guests have been really helpful in making that happen. So, and and just mm-hmm. able to... I think it's, we have to remember that even in the midst of a pandemic and working from home, that the, you can still be busy working at home. And sometimes people can't do the days that we we can do. So a lot of people have been really flexible and that's been really helpful with their time also.
0: Yeah. And and for the first time ever, because of the pandemic and not being able to be in studio, we were able to have sessions with people that weren't our regular you know, Sunday recording yeah. spot because we were able to be a little bit more flexible because we could. Um, obviously, for our sanity, we try and keep it where we have allocated for podcasting sessions. But for the people that we really want to work with and be flexible for, we've been able to do that, which has been cool. Yes. When I take a step back and look at Powerful Ladies as a whole and like the KDCC, so Kara Duffy Coaching and Consulting and Powerful Ladies... I forget how much we did and changed in the past year. Like since the pandemic started, we launched an entire community, an entire group coaching series, monthly workshops. We had Kara's like free Q and a for a while on Mondays, which I think I might come back. We're debating that, but like we did a lot of shit this year. So I forgot all I feel tired.
1: (laughs) You're allowed to feel tired.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like we, like we doubled our sales from the year before. Like we did a lot of things despite the pandemic happening. Um, Had new clients come on from, from a coaching perspective, technically launched a third business in December (laughs) that hasn't been like publicized, but it's, Maybe it's just an example of my level of insanity, but when the pandemic hit and then when Black Lives Matter's protest also came like a month later, like it was, it was really overwhelming for a while to not just know what to do with our businesses, but also as a business coach, having to help 40 other people pivot at once. Mm -hmm. Like it was a little intense at some points because especially in the beginning when we had no idea what was going on and we had it felt like everything was falling apart at once um helping people be flexible and agile and have that debt fifth p that perseverance through things you know i had clients who owned restaurants and had just launched businesses and um like i had every gamut of of people and clients and everyone needed to come at it from a similar perspective but the impacts in all of their businesses were, were different. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm proud to say that everyone survived. Some people thrived in that time frame, more more thrived than not. Um, but everyone's still there. Everyone still has their business. Everyone's still going, and everyone saw growth. It may not have been the growth in their specific goal they wanted, but they all have grown and have stronger businesses now because of it.
1: Yeah, I I know that you do way more on the business end than I do. I'm mm-hmm. definitely more behind the scenes and don't know everything. And I I know from my experience, like, and my own work outside of Powerful Ladies of how emotional and hard and frustrating and wild 2020 was. And I can't even think about other people's experiences, especially yours with working with, people who have their own business or you have a lot of friends who have their own business or Mm -hmm. and so forth and it's it's such different experiences and all I can say is that um, I'm happy 2020 is over (laughs) from my (laughs) experience but we had the good and the bad from Mm -hmm. last year and I think I feel like just from last year I have grown by five years (laughs) from the things that I learned or was taught or Mm -hmm. acknowledged or was brought to my attention. So
0: yeah, like I I was telling people that it felt like we we had a whole decade in one year.
1: Yeah, that's that's how many things
0: happen. There are things that happened in 2020 that I forgot happened Mm -hmm. until I watched some other people do some recaps like I forgot that the Australian fires and then all of our fires that was part of 2020 yeah um there's just so so many things in the whole year overall um but i'm really proud of people in 2022 i know that we've been 2020 highlighted a lot of shitty people Mm -hmm. but i'm really proud of a lot of people in 2020 the people who finally stood up and said something finally took the chance for themselves finally looked at what are their values and what is their why and
1: and what's important right now yeah
0: yeah like 2020 was not easy on anyone in fact it was devastating on most people and i'm proud of people for for doing the piece right and for making it here to 2021 and we've seen the the gamut of possibilities for humanity this year and to see how many people are 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 fighting for what they believe in and fighting for themselves and their family and fighting to make things better
1: mm-hmm.
0: and maybe fighting is not the right word based on what's happened in the past week but they're using what they the resources they have and their community to get more involved and take more responsibility which Uh, ultimately it can only lead to I think getting to better places
1: yeah or hoping to get to to better places
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, one thing I'm really proud of that we did this year as well is we started the powerful conversations series yes which we also use in this podcast and of course in 2020 we focused all three episodes on racism in America and we had amazing panelists Mm-hmm. Uh, come on that some of the most incredible women. Um, and I'm excited to continue that series into 2021. We're going to be expanding some of the topics. Uh, I have, I've had a couple of guests who have volunteered to be panelists in like a body, body image, um, conversation. Nice. I think there's like, literally, I just want to keep having conversations that I think are important to be discussing and just what do powerful? What are powerful women talking about besides their business and being badass? Like, yeah, we care about so many things. So we'll start talking about more of those things that need to be conversations that we're having.
1: Mm-hmm. Those big, those big conversations that some people maybe aren't comfortable with, but
0: we need to have. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and, and if anyone does feel like they're not comfortable about certain topics we're not that, gonna I, we're not gonna force anything on you. There's no no, I mean, yeah, no, nobody has to listen to this podcast either if they don't want to, right? so um but i don't I don't think that being nervous about being uncomfortable should ever be something in the powerful ladies' space mm-hmm. like you know we might we might have discussions that you might not be comfortable having with people around the dinner table, <laughs> but, yeah or different within mixed company, as they say, but I don't think anyone should ever feel uncomfortable listening to any of our panel discussions. Everyone's respectful. Everyone's there because they want to move things forward and really just have straight talk. And listen, powerful... and, listen and learning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And the I think the powerful conversations about racism are a great example where they were really enlightening and powerful and inspiring and all the things you want those conversations to be because of who was on the panel. Yeah. So that's my commitment to like keep those going. We'll have another episode about racism, but we're going to bring in other topics too so we can, you know, open the doors about other things that really matter as well. Mm-hmm. Um what else do you think people want to know about our 2020? I think
1: what I wanted to know in 2020 was how 2021 was going to look like is there can we give like a little glimmer of what the aud- the listeners can expect in 2021 clearly m- more powerful people
0: definitely more powerful yeah. people you know part of what we were taking on behind the scenes is streamlining and leveling up all the businesses so how do we streamline and level up KDCC, Powerful Ladies, this third business that I have that I haven't told anyone about yet. <laughs> um, I've told like four people who Still a secret, <laughs> Right. So, you know, when we look at the same thing that I'm coaching people on and I'm preaching about as a business coach, I want to keep doing for my own businesses. Like if it's not fun, I don't want to do it. If it takes too much time and effort, I don't want to do it. Or I want to find a way to automate it Delegate it or or delete it. So we've been doing a lot of that work. And initially, when we started taking this on, in I mean, I probably, we probably started doing it back in March, but we were just releasing so many new things based on what people needed to keep their business afloat, or based on these conversations we had to have. So being able to dive into my own business and and powerful ladies like kept getting pushed to the side because we had an urgent need we had to address mm-hmm. for a community. I was really disappointed. Kind of, I don't even remember what day it was right now, but I bet if I look back, I could probably find the exact (laughs) day actually. Um, So yeah, beginning of June, right? Probably June 1st, I think we all woke up and we were waiting for someone to speak to Mm -hmm. what had happened in the Black Lives Movement and the protests that were happening. And I was shocked that nobody that I... Follow or admire as a leader said anything, right away, and you and I had had some conversations that week where I was.
1: Those were I t- was, they were tough conversations. If I can be
0: honest, it was it was yeah. a very tough time. So well, it, and it was, and again, speaking as two privileged white women, yeah. right? The conversations that we were having that were hard were about how do we support. How do we support yeah. what's ha- what's happening and how do we support that community? How do we let everyone know that we're allies? And it happened to be, we had to make all these choices where we didn't, we knew that it couldn't be exactly what we wanted because we were moving quickly. We were making decisions like things were changing every hour. It felt like to, um, to show our support and to let other people's voices be heard. Like all the things that happened. And we had to make hard choices, right? Like I was, we had a big, long, hard conversation about the fact that we had this incredible LGBTQ Pride Month um, content that we were were about to start rolling out. And we were, I was like, shit, like, I feel like I have to put on pause supporting one community so I can support another community. And in the big picture, like that's not what it was, right? Like no one felt that way. But in the moment I was, equally bummed that we had already done all of the work. We just had to press play, right? I was like, no, Um, which is such a small thing to feel. But but that was there. And then just having, making sensitive choices as quickly as possible was exhausting. Mm -hmm. And you just don't even realize when you're in your, even if it's self-made and curated hamster wheel, when you're in it, you're like, wait what like we all kind of got pushed out and i it was all for all for the better in the end but in that week it was super crazy because you're heartbroken and sad about what's happening you like how is this the conversation we're still having how How can i help how can i help like it was just um as a business owner and a leader of a group called Powerful Ladies, it was definitely the most existential week I've ever had in those two roles. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'm proud of of how we handled it as a group, but it took us having conversations as a group. Yeah. And um, I think you leading the charge of being how we could be most supportive and sensitive and appropriate at that time like you gave me such great advice and support then so thank you so much for that thank you
1: i know i was a wreck so thank you for (laughs) for listening to me so Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah and you know it's like all things that are horrible there's always an opportunity to turn it around and make it move things forward and to and to find that silver lining Mm -hmm. and Yeah, it 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 accelerated some conversations, and it it brought some new women into my life that are amazing. Yeah, and and brought that brought the new segment mm -hmm. that brought a whole new segment. Yeah,
1: that is is really a great addition to Powerful Ladies.
0: Yeah, and I think I think about um, uh, Chandra. Yeah, and like her episode, she's like. I never talked to her before we went live on that podcast and her energy and how amazing she is. She's like, oh, yeah, it got sent to me. I just signed myself up. I'm like, yes, you (laughs) did. And I love that. Of course, like knowing her now, of course she signed herself up. Yeah. 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 She's so good.
1: She's a boss ass lady. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And she's also hilarious and kind and, you know, just so smart and... Committed to to being the change that she wants to see, which is like I just admire her so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, like what else? What else about this magical 2020? Hmm. It was it was just a really
1: interesting, dramatic year. Then it's and in it, like you said, it's it's funny to realize that just a year ago we were in the studio. We had no Mm -hmm. idea what was going on. Like, I was flying right before they were shutting things down and Mm -hmm. was so nervous about stuff. But again, I'm really proud at how much we've grown and what we're looking to do in 2021 and hitting the markers that we hit. And I'm just really excited for... Not to be in 2020 anymore. So yeah,
0: that's all. <laughs> yeah I, I'm always optimistic. I still was during 2020. And then looking to 2021, I know that there's all those jokes going around like, oh, well, the year shifted, but like nothing else did. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously there's been plenty of drama already in the first half of January. Yeah. But I I do feel optimistic. I do feel like... Um, if nothing else we know how to make it through a year like 2020 so mm-hmm. we're we're more equipped we're a little bit more prepared it's not so foreign yeah not strange
1: i also want to say um, the one of the highlights of 2020 for me was watching our very first female person of color vice president vice president to be mm-hmm. gi- giving her acceptance speech i 100 percent cried watching mm-hmm. kamala harris and that's really exciting as someone in the powerful lady community to see a powerful lady in such high ranking is mm-hmm. is history and it's i'm excited
0: yeah i mean for crying out loud i got teary-eyed listening to elizabeth warren's like <laughs> when her she gave her speech at front of her house when she was like pulling out of the race yeah and I was like, "Oh, like why didn't you share things like this with the public while you were running?" Yeah, um, it's amazing. You know, the, the, this year has definitely taught us how perception can can do so much. Right? How do you yeah. how do you find your own truth in in the craziness, and how do you find the universal truth at the same time? Yeah, yeah. What I am proud about in 2020, unlike 2019, I kicked my book. Reading list ass. What? How many books did you read? Um, It's on my phone, so I probably should not look it up <laughs> right now. But I think I read 27 books. Wow. I just finished one. Yay. <laughs> I already finished two this year. <laughs> Granted, one was a hangover from last year. I have like 10 books that I started and haven't finished from last year.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, one book took me 365 days, so... But we made it. Well,
0: you also, even though I was pivoting as, as much as I was, I feel like you were almost busier than I was because <laughs> you had to deal with every show you work on. Yeah. Totally pivoting and shifting. And I mean, how many shows at one point were you working on? Like um,
1: 10? I was. <laughs> No, thank goodness it was 10. I was about six, six shows. Okay,
0: But you had six shows that were trying to figure it all out and shift and move. And not everyone is technically savvy and making it work and doing it right. And what people don't know is that because we're not recording in studio and your other shows weren't either, it increased your workload by a factor of like 10. Yes. So before you could edit a podcast in like two hours... Mm-hmm. Now it took you it t- four I, times that at least.
1: Yeah, it was it was the first three to four months of of being in quarantine and the stay at home order. It was rough. I I just felt behind all the time, and I finally caught up. Where now I feel sane. But it took it took some. T- it's it's like I I started a new job, but it's mm-hmm. like I started five new jobs yeah so
0: but yeah yeah you had, you, had, you had to teach people how to record a podcast in their closet <laughs> and what equipment yeah. to buy how to set up their equipment to don't make sure be the in the bathroom all, Yeah. <laughs> make sure your kids know you're doing a podcast yeah
1: yeah it was it was a it was a lot and especially since I was only doing like I was half working at home and half in, in studio where I feel like you you shifted you did shift but you were also you were we're already working at home, you were working remote, mm-hmm. so it wasn't as a dramatic shift as I feel the majority of yeah. the country. but yeah. still had a, had a shift nonetheless. Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't know if we, I answered your question earlier about what's coming up for 2021.: oh, okay. So we, we are completely leveling up the experience for um, my private coaching clients, so our goal is to have everything done for that come end of this month. And then we're also going through and leveling up the podcast. So we're approaching episode 100, which I'm really proud mm. and excited about. And March will be our two-year anniversary of the podcast going out live. So we're doing some things to level up the podcast. We're, again, playing our game of, like, about the same amount of, of known celebrity people to have on it. Um, we, we did this great ratio breakdown of, like, how many different types of people we want to come on and what stories do we want to tell. And there's a while when I was evaluating with my coach all the things that we offer in all the businesses and which ones that I want to keep doing or stop doing, and the podcast was like, "I'm keeping that one <laughs> because it's part of what I love about I love these conversations. I love getting to meet people and share their story and just see how interesting and amazing humans are the yeah. good ones, right so definitely wanting to bring more stories um to the table about that we're going to continue and expand the powerful conversation series um the powerful ladies thrive community which is where female entrepreneurs can connect and have group coaching and, and get workshops that's continuing and that will be leveled up but that's like our, our part three so we want to have that ready to go um by end of march all the new mm-hmm. stuff so it'll be one year when we launched it in april uh, so that's coming and we've already launched our new topic. So. January is all about how to organize your business and double your sales or double your results so it it can apply to business or life. Uh, February, we're going to be diving into how to make sure that your role is letting you live into your business love language and how you can build a whole business around that. And then right now in March, we have slated diving into like email marketing, Mm -hmm. which I think is actually a lot more important than social media marketing is to actually produce ROI and, and direct sales. Um, so that's kind of the next topic for the next three months. Um, and we have some other fun things coming out. You know, I'm trying to really limit the amount of new things that we have this year, practicing what I preach. Um, but there's still some that are like sneaking in that I don't feel like I can control because people keep asking for them. (laughs) And so, um, some of those will be getting released soon, but I don't want to spoil what's coming out. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Keep, keep some surprises hmm yeah mm-hmm. um but no i'm excited i'm excited to go into 2021 this is the seventh year that powerful ladies has existed which sounds crazy mm-hmm. um six or seven i don't know if i can do math right now in my head but <laughs> it's been a long time um, I'm hoping that we get to travel and do our workshops live again. Yeah. You know, I'm hoping that we get to have these meetups in person come back at some point. But, you know, we had events scheduled for Boston and Dallas and another Portland one, And we had, we were working on an L- LA and Vancouver. And so for me, I want to get like back out where I can be meeting awesome people and having powerful people in the same room together. It's just good for our soul. So Mm-hmm. I want to bring some of that back, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm very much looking forward to when it's safe to mm-hmm. see people, to be with people, to connect with people again. Yeah. So, I have a question for you before we finalize yeah. and wrap up everything for 2020. If 2020 was a person, what would you say or do to them?
0: well um that question makes me think that you want to say I'd like punch him in the face (laughs) or something but I don't I don't that's not really my personality um that's a great question so I'm gonna go about this backwards as like I'm just gonna talk tell you share as I'm thinking (laughs) so I think 2020 was much more of a sage than we're giving it credit for right now because sometimes you have to see and experience the worst of what's possible before you can you can move to the next phase Mm -hmm. like there's a a book that I joke about the title so I'm sorry whoever wrote this book but the book is the title is the only way through is through Okay. And I think I agree with that statement. It's a profound statement. And I did not feel the need to buy the book when they already told me the answer <laughs> in the cover. <laughs> so like <laughs> I kind of feel like that's what 2020 was like that book in the sense of it gave us a reality check. Yeah. And I really appreciate having a reality check because it allows me to check back in and say is this the life I want? Is this Am I with the people? Am I doing the businesses? Am I working on the projects? Am I living where and how I want to be living? And to get more aligned with with my values and what matters to me. And even someone as myself who tries my best to live intentionally and curate a life for me, I can still get caught up in the commitments I make. Like one of my promises this year was I am not telling anyone when something's going to release. I will just release it when it's ready. Mm-hmm. Um, because there are so many things that happen where I made a commitment out there and I was playing that game to make sure I hit that deadline. But I'm really good at making shit happen. Like, I don't need to tell someone else and then put extra pressure on me. Like, it's going to get done. So if it's a matter of, is it release January 1st or February 1st, it doesn't matter that much for my business. I'm just not going to tell people and, like, allow it to have its own course versus putting extra stress on myself. So, I don't, like, I don't know who's, 2020 to me is, like, a person you're not going to invite over for dinner ever, (laughs) but they gave you insight into... What's possible and what really matters and what you want. It's almost maybe 2020 is like that bad boss who you never want to work with again, but they've told you how you're going to be a different boss. So they told you how you're going to do things differently than they did. So it's like a shitty parent or a bad boss.
1: I think that's good. I would, I would agree with that. I would also punch in the face, but I would agree with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying, you know, maybe, no,
1: I wouldn't punch in the face. I would, I would make it like, Ram its shin into a bed frame or like, oh, or like step on its toe.
0: So you would like curse it so it hurt itself, like it infinitely, like it, instead of the guy like trying to push the boulder <laughs> up the hill, it just keeps getting its shin hit against the yeah, the edge of the bed. And I want that
1: boulder to like crumble, so like the more it pushes it, it just like is disintegrating yeah. as it, <laughs> yeah.
0: I used to say that I had like two or three like uh, corporate arch nemeses <laughs> but I'm really trying hard to to see the positive in it and like to forgive and not have it be something I hold on to I, I and agree and that's also how I feel about 2020 like I'm not gonna let 2020 put a dark spot on my heart you know yeah it's
1: I, as much as I want to hate 2020 and be like you were the worst I also like I wouldn't have learned to stop. Just like life. Like, you have to go through something. Just like the book. To yeah. get through it, you have to go through or something like that. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, and I, and I think, like, you know, our family, if we look at all the things that happened.
1: Yeah. Even just on a personal level. Can yeah.
0: list all the shit that happened on top of. Oh, yeah. Of what happened globally. So, Um. The truth, I think, honestly, if we look at every year, we could say that. And at the beginning of, was it 2019 or 2020? I don't remember anymore. But I did a manifestation workshop with a friend of mine. And one of the exercises I had people go through was make a list of everything they loved about last year and everything that, um what was the other word I used? A lesson. Everything that was a lesson. Yeah. And I didn't allow people to write like what sucked. I was like, no, it's a lesson. So if, if you think it sucked or you hated it, put it under the lesson co- column. Mm-hmm. And then we went through this exercise of, okay, now I need you to move everything in the lesson column into the love column. And they were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and it was this exercise of saying, like, if you can first see that what you hated is a lesson. And if you can see what was a lesson, you can be like be thankful for it because it allows you to do something else. That whole exercise is what I feel is our 2020 therapy. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. So it's hard, I, and if if people if people need to get out rage and frustration and disappointment and all the the, the feelings that you don't want to feel into 2021, um, my friend uh, Adeline Bondu has this amazing exercise where it's part of her med- her mantra, meditation and mindfulness practice, where you take uh, whatever is like reasonably heavy, like one of those, like, bo- like I think it's a Bosu ball, the weighted balls. You can take a pillow. You can take your meditation pill. They're usually a bit heavier, but you literally like put it over your arms and slam it down. And you do this <laughs> like as many times as you need to. When you're mm-hmm. slamming it down, you can like scream or you can punch it. You can give it elbows, like, Whatever you got to do, like sometimes that physical release is so important. So I encourage everyone to first go follow Adeline at Yoga by Adeline on Instagram, but then do this, you know, tantrum meditation practice because one, it also really helps with your abs because you're basically just doing like a full (laughs) ab workout the whole time. But it, it really does allow you to release things and also... When we did it as a group in uh, that psychotherapeutic yoga class I, I just took, um, or the teacher training I just completed, like we were all laughing at the end because we all looked ridiculous and whatever we were mad about also seemed ridiculous. <laughs> so, you know, again, the bad the bad boss, the bad parent who allows you to have perspective that in hindsight you can appreciate. Yeah.
1: Agreed. Yeah. All right.
0: Anything- and I, I hope... I hope 2021 knows how much pressure it has.
1: Yes. It ha- I think it knows a <laughs> lot of pressure it has.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I, you know, my wish for everyone for 2021 is that we have more fun and we give ourselves even more time and patience for things to kind of go the way they're supposed to. Um, and yeah, just have more fun. Like we all need more fun. Yes. And when, when we're having fun, Things do work themselves out. So figure out what makes you fun. Come join Powerful Ladies. Come join our workshops. Reach out to me if you have a business and you want support or need to figure out how to navigate into 2021. We're having fun. We're laughing through it. We're winning. Like having support in a community changes everything. So come hang out with us. It's fun. Agreed. Any last thoughts, Jordan? Um
1: no i think uh if people want to find you or follow you how should they
0: do that oh sure so if you want to follow me and uh powerful ladies on instagram it is at powerful ladies and then i am at Kara underscore duffy you can go to both websites cara and the um and the powerful ladies community you can link to from either website so come and hang out with us. We're also on Twitter under those same handles. So you'll find us. And how about you, Jordan? How can they follow you?
1: You can follow me on Instagram at Jordan K. Duffy. Uh, and I also have a fun uh, website called
0: JordanDuffyMusic.com. Because you are a badass singer-songwriter. Mm. I need to do addition, I need to do more of it. We <laughs> need to do more of it. But not only are you the best audio engineer in the whole world, but also <sighs> a singer-songwriter. Well, thank you, Karen. Yeah. All right, guys, have an amazing 2021 and come on the ride with us. See you soon. Bye. Bye.